Today on CityCast Philly, we've been getting a lot of perspectives on the FDR Park Master Plan. And I'm talking to someone who's from South Philly and says the redevelopment would be a good thing for his youth sports organization. It's Tuesday, October 25th, 2022. I'm Trinae Nuri, and this is CityCast Philly. Anthony Meadows, you're the president of the youth organization South Philly Sigma Sharks. What's your relationship to FDR Park? My relationship with FDR Park is um, it's one that I've had for years and years growing up in South Philadelphia. As far as my organization, we utilize the park a whole lot during the pandemic when we um, still had football going on and we wanted to spread out and all of the other parks were closed. And... Um, after the pandemic kind of wound down a little bit, we still utilize the uh, fields next to the uh, museum and the ones across from the hills across from the stadiums. Mm-hmm. And why did you use FDR Park? Well, we used FDR Park because it, it was it was wide open. It was grass. Um, the field that we practiced on was dirt mostly. Um, it was spotted grass. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just a, a change up for for our kids and for our families and. Just another opportunity for us to kind of get out there and have the kids doing some activities. What kind of impact has it had? Like you mentioned that, you know, the families and the, the children like playing at FDR Park. So what kind of impact has that had on your program? I think it's had a great impact on our program. It's also been a saving grace for our program, to tell you the truth. Um, okay. our, the, the rec center that we usually practice at, you know, it was kind of deemed unsafe. Uh, then the uh, city kind of um, put a plan together and helps to um, redevelop the entire facility. So they're actually in the process of uh, rebuilding the entire facility with the rebuild. Uh, and is that at 26th and uh, Morris yes, Street? at the Vera Recreation okay. Center. But it just gives us an opportunity to have a place where we can take the kids. Our organization is quite large. Um, this year we're kind of in a down year because we're on... Um, in South Philly, we're on one little field, basically, at 30th and Wharton Finnegan Playground. Um, and before, mm-hmm. you know, it started getting dark a little bit earlier, but we were practicing over there in the beginning of the season as well um, at FDR Park. So we utilize FDR Park and we also utilize 30th Street because we don't have um, there right now. And Chu Recreation Center, which is another recreation center that we utilized, um, they were doing something with the field over there as well. So we kind of lost two sites that we practice at. Right. And then we're forced to use one small location. Um, and why I say it was a saving grace, because it allowed us to at least say, OK, well, we'll have some kids down here at FDR Park. So it really helped. And us still out continue the program. Right. To continue the program. We knew this year would be a tough year anyway for us just because of um, construction. And, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on. So we're still kind of rebuilding our program just to kind of bring more kids back into it. Um, but the the good thing is, you know, we're here for the kids regardless of the situation. If they want to play, we want to make sure we find a way to uh, make things work. Um, and that's that's the thing that I definitely um, I love about my organization is that we're always kind of sticking with this thing to figure it out for the kids. I love it. And you've been advocating for this master plan at FDR Park to move forward because the plan is set to add dozens of athletic fields, right. more wetlands, a new welcome center, mm-hmm. and a, a bunch of other things. So why do you support this plan? 
So I, I think this plan is not only good for kids. I think it's just good for the city of Philadelphia. Um, it's not like it's just going to be solely football down there. It's going to be a multitude of sports. Even though I love football. Yeah, I, we, we both definitely love football. But, <laughs> yeah. it, you know, the, the whole plan it is geared towards families. The, the park is going to be wide open. There's going to be opportunities for people to go exploring. There's still going to be more wetlands down there. Um, mm-hmm. There'll be activities for kids to do. So if you do have a football game and you're, you have uh, one kid playing and you may have a younger kid, it can be an all-day thing. There'll be picnic areas like there are already, but it's just going to be nice. It's going to be like, it's going to be a destination spot. And it won't just be with football. It'll be with soccer. They'll be able to do baseball over there. Right. The park is actually adding basketball, which they never had. So that's more opportunities for people to utilize the park um, and not just people in South Philly, people all across the city, because it'll be a place to go. Do you know who will get to use the fields? Do you have to reserve them? Like, how does that process work? That process, I think, is still being worked out because I've had discussions with people regarding the way the process works now. And I explained to them that process is not going to be a good process to utilize when these fields do become available. I think, obviously, it'll be for, for children first. Um, there's going to have to be some kind of systems in place that are that are are fair to everybody, not just to football, but to uh, soccer or um, any other youth organization that want to utilize it. I think that the process has to be a process that's well drawn, well drawn out. Obviously, people need to know what the process is. They, they won't be able to kind of hook up a friend and say, oh, well, you can use it because I know you. I think that whatever the process is, it just should, it has to be fair. And that's one thing that people are they're talking about. They're gotta, they have to work out. What's the process like now? Well, the process now is if you're a youth organization, you're supposed to have first, first precedent to utilize the fields. Um, if you started on the field and you've been using it for years and years, you're kind of grandfathered into the uh, permit process. So you put, you put your permit request in. Now, I'm not an insider with um, Parks and Rec, so I don't know how they work out those things. I know a lot of times we have conversations and we try to work together to kind of figure out a common ground so that everybody is happy. Nobody's going to get their way all the way. But with the process now, I think it's just, it gets kind of convoluted because although you can look on the website and it tells you you'd have to fill out for a permit and, mm-hmm. you know, the rec leader or somebody will get back with you letting you know that the process, you, you've been approved. Um, it doesn't go into all of the details about if somebody else has the feel um, that you can't put a permit in on top of their permit. Even if they're not using it, they have the permit for that particular time. So I think that there should be some kind of checks because if somebody wants to use a field and you don't have a home game, but they still have a permit, then why couldn't they use the field? Right. I think another concern that some people might have is about accessibility to these athletic fields. Mm-hmm. Like, will kids actually be able to get all the way down to FDR Park to play mm-hmm. if they don't, you know, already live in South Philly? What are your thoughts about that? Um, my, my thoughts about that are if there are games going on, the kids will get there. Um, when when teams have these tournaments that they're invited to or they attend, the kids get there whether they get dropped off or the coaches bring them. Uh, like we were talking earlier that, you know, I pick, I drop off kids, you pick yeah. up kids. <laughs> so if there's games or their practices, the kids will get there. I mean, the park is accessible right now. If people can get to the park now, they'll still be able to get to the park. Okay. So one concern we've heard from opponents of the FDR master plan is that the city 
didn't do enough community engagement after the pandemic. Mm -hmm. How was your experience with that? Well, I wasn't involved in implementation, but I heard about the plan once there was a plan. So I, I don't know when they say there wasn't enough community engagement. Um, I think community community engagement is still ongoing. Um, but, you know, when I heard about the plan, I was psyched about it because I, I, I said, wow, this is a great plan. This is this is a great opportunity for everybody in the city. You know, I, it was me and a bunch of other coaches that were made aware of the plan that was for FDR Park and everybody was on board with it and thought it was a great plan. I, I'm not sure. I can't speak to community engagement. I did attend one meeting at FDR Park with some of the people from the Save the Meadows organization. And, um, you know, that was community engagement right there. But do you feel like that you can voice your opinions now? Absolutely. You can voice your opinions because I've spoke about things that I um, such as, you know, the permitting process that I, I inform people that it needs to be a fair thing. And everybody agreed with that. So um, and I, I'm quite sure everybody's opinions are being heard. You know, Anthony, some people also say that there are other places for athletic fields. Uh, they say that maybe we could repurpose vacant lots in the city. Uh, what's your perspective on that? I mean, you know, a football field is three acres, you know, so I'm not sure of the vacant lots that are three acres that are all around the city. Um, so I, I, I couldn't, to me, that doesn't make sense. You know, if there's a vacant lot, uh, you may be able to put a basketball court there, but you can't, you cert most certainly couldn't put a football field there. And, you know, we've talked a bit about just like the opponents of this plan, and we've talked about why you see the plan as a good thing. Mm -hmm. Do you think there is a compromise that could be found between this? I think there's always room for compromise. Um, I think that that when when you're trying to compromise with people, people have to also be rational about things and 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 not be closed-minded. Um, and I'm not saying closed-minded on either half. I just think that there's got to be open compromise. There can't be, well, we don't want anything, or there can't be, well, we're taking everything. And everybody has to just kind of look at things from a fair perspective. You know, when you talk about FDR Park and you talk about the Meadows, the Meadows were was a golf course. Right. It was a golf course that was owned by the city of Philadelphia, by Park, Parks and Recs ran it. Um, and I'm not sure how the golf course was left um, to, uh, I, I, won't, I don't want to say abandoned, but... Um, just left and no, there was no upkeep of it. And then uh, people from the community, I believe, kind of took over. Uh, but when I when I heard about the plan and I heard about the water and, and how the water flows and the different things that um, are taking place down there, um, to me, it kind of made sense. It made sense in the fact that all of the meadows was not going to be utilized. Um, there is an issue going on with the groundwater that, that needs to be corrected despite the fact that the meadows are there, it's, it's going to be a problem eventually. So if it can be fixed for years to come, then why not take advantage of it right now and then or incorporate some things that you want into the plan, talk to the people about it. But just saying no, no, no is not the way to go to me. Anthony Meadows, president of the South Philly Sigma Sharks Youth Organization. Thank you so much for being on CityCast Philly. Thanks for having me. To find out more about Anthony's organization, check out our show notes. And if you'd like to hear why some folks in South Philly oppose the FDR Park Master Plan, be sure to check out yesterday's episode. We'll link that in the show notes, too. And here's what else Philly's talking about. 
Philly student test scores have declined slightly compared to pre-pandemic numbers. According to KYW, School District of Philadelphia 4th and 8th graders reading and math scores this year were slightly down compared to 2019 results. The results also mirror trends across the country. And according to the district, Philly's overall performance scores continue to lag behind nationwide scores. And speaking of the city school district, it received a $1 million grant for violence prevention at Bartram High School. According to WHYY, this comes just weeks after a deadly shooting near Roxborough High School. Since then, Roxborough received $500,000 for security. And save the date, hashtag Love Your Park is happening on November 12th. Join your neighbors as they volunteer to clean up leaves, pick up trash, and plant trees at your local park. There's a list of volunteer opportunities at loveyourpark.org. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. We're so glad that y'all have been our day ones. Share this episode with someone you know, especially if they love spending time in FDR Park. And tell them to subscribe to our morning newsletter. It's called Hey Philly. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. The funny thing is I'm actually reading through the pop filter. I'm sometimes like, so I'm like trying to look over it. I'm trying to look, I like read through it. Like, <laughs>